Michael S. Kelly, Jim Dwight Cree, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, People Presses Paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, People Presses Paper Podcast. Dunder Mifflin, The People Presses Paper Podcast. Time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Presses Paper Podcast, the show where we are going episode by episode through every episode of the hit NBC sitcom The Office. My name is Hilton Price. With me every week is Brian Sittler. I have nothing witty to say, just I'm glad to be here. We just, we had to do it. We were never going to start if I didn't do it. So my orthopedic surgeon is in suite 402. And so I constantly am like, sweet 402. (laughs) Had to finish it, huh? Had to uh, uh, resolve the melody. Yeah. (laughs) Just talk about that and not a scrotum. Right. (laughs) You guys know our guest. Michael Zampino is back. Hi, everybody. OG in the house. I love you. I've missed you. Missed you. We haven't seen you you in a couple seasons. It's been four, it, maybe? It had to be sometime in season That's at five. least like 17 years. No, I don't think I came for any season fives. Oh, I'm so sorry. So. That took uh, years. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, it did. It took, uh, it took three years for us to get through season five. So wow. Because yeah, we started pre-pandemic. Oh, well, then maybe I had to have come for one. Maybe right? I hope so. Okay. I <laughs> maybe so. I had to have come between. I was, I was here. We recorded at least in OLA. I remember that. We yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to, uh, spoilers, we're going to do one of those next. Hey, what? what? It's that's, crossover week. That's called a Pete teaser. behind the curtain. On OLA Ministries, uh, we are Dot hanging com. out with Michael Praise. Zampino for the People Person Paper Podcast, and we will be hanging out with Mr. Brian Settler for opinions like a-holes. Praise be. So if you have not listened to OLA and you do love myself and Brian, <laughs> and you don't mind the occasional Satanist joke, come join <laughs> us over on OLA whenever you get done with this episode. <laughs> and this episode, we are watching season six, episode four, all in one Niagara. 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 Uh, it's the wedding app. It is. And, and, we, you know, the, the better wedding app. The Jim I, and Pam wedding app. I guess yeah. we should clarify. Yeah. I always thought it was weird that they named the episode Niagara. And not and Jim not and something. Wedding. Yeah, not, not something involved with the wedding well, or, or anything else. That that was what they chose. I, maybe they didn't want to. Maybe Phyllis's wedding had come and gone. I didn't want to do something too similar. But they could have. <laughs> Fair. I mean, that Jim or, and Pam's wedding. Pam and Jim's wedding. One of the two. They may have just know. been so up their own asses by this point that they just came up with an artsy title. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is named after this where is, they went. It's a, it's a smidge pretentious, I suppose. Well, and I will say Niagara is practically a character in the episode. I mean, we even sure have Jim is. narrating, kind of giving us a little bit of like the history of Niagara. Mm-hmm. Talking about how it was like a religious experience for people. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird thing that they do in this episode that little narrated bit but i really like it i i, I do too and you've been through niagara 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 um a couple of times actually right uh, once as a child and then once as a semi-adult uh hippie with my friends yes as you would yeah as, as one does when as you're wont to do up. but um but ha- you what uh, i was gonna say <laughs> we had a, a bit of our own religious experience somewhat and that it was uh hey um, awful hey, yeah no. <laughs> It was somewhat awful. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're, we're in kitschy land for the wedding. Yeah, I watched the super fan episode. Thank you very much for that. There was mm, some stuff you. that I had not seen. Yes. Um, that's how they. That's how you became a super fan. It, well, exactly. Mm. Uh, including in the cold open, the extended line about um, Dwight's eggs and oh. how uh, Pam's like, Dwight, they smell like farts. And he's like, what if that very smell that you're smelling strengthens my constitution or something like that? <laughs> That's such a Dwight angle on <laughs> yeah, farts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like it's an endurance act. 
Um, the physicality is is in everything. Yeah, yeah. Like with the twins, we'll get to that. But my favorite, absolute, my absolute favorite thing through the that cold open, the the puking cold open, mm-hmm. is uh, just Creed pounding ramen noodles. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's not that he's just eating them; he's eating them like he's in the military. Oh and yes. he's been yeah. given forty five seconds to eat mm-hmm. on a mission. <laughs> yes, yep. it's, and he's unfazed, and it's just a classic Creed thing where it's just like, oh, why is everybody? puking these noodles are good he might be enjoying it that, that's Maybe. like the um the episode with the with the carpet uh and the crap on the carpet yeah. and he goes somebody, somebody make a soup, soup. <laughs> uh also great moment from rain in this one with uh dwight and the it's so badass a three ounce fetus is calling the shots <laughs> if, yeah if pam eats something that the fetus doesn't like it's over the three ounce fetus is calling the shots that's it's such a great badass. way for dwight to look at that situation yeah as a, as a power struggle it's, it's a dwighty way it's a dwighty very way. much yeah very much very much <laughs> uh love how uh uh so dwight eats the egg uh pam pukes which leads to andy puking which leads to aaron puking which leads to meredith puking which leads to oscar puking felt, which leads to angela puking i felt like i was watching stand by me if oh yeah can recall that scene. <laughs> yes that's like in the, in the, the cafeteria it's, it's like a the, flashback no right? it's it's a story that gordy like creates yep. yeah it's, it's a puke uh, a yeah. um, wasn't it the the eating contest yeah, the right eating contest yeah <laughs> then the guy gets the revenge on the town and that's makes right. everyone puke makes everybody for, barf oh the, the, Some, <laughs> the stories you regale your buddies with when you're off to find a body yeah right <laughs> um also uh pam's video diary Oh, nice little uh, in the, yeah in the, fan episode yeah yeah i'd seen that out in the wild somewhere which Look, I know that it's just a classic go-to comedy thing for, like, show the guy in the whitey tighties. I did not mind seeing John Skrzynski. Uh, th- that's fine. Some, I mean, has this, has nothing, this has nothing to do with that. Oh. This has to do with the ratio of human beings that actually still wear white briefs. Yeah, that's a really good point. It's yeah. completely infantilizing. Do you wear white briefs? I do not. Do you wear white briefs? Um, only um, uh, only on, on alternating Fridays. No, I do not. Okay, good. No. I was going to dunk on you very hard. Uh, <laughs> I got I, over that. Listen, if you're out there and you do wear them, uh, I'm not trying to yuck your yum, but if I see you in them, you I just l- want you to know that I see a little boy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I immediately, like, when I saw Jim, I was like, there's a child. Right. And he's, and he's just, brushing his in, teeth. It's infantilizing time. to me to see a, a man in whitey tighties. Is it? Yeah. Hence the brilliance of Breaking Bad. Uh, so I, I, I don't think a lot. I, I don't spend a lot of time shopping for, for boxers or boxer briefs or whatever. But okay. do they still sell adult tidy whiteies? They do. Yes. That's still a thing. God damn I, it. Yes. I, I okay. assume they have not um, been outlawed yet. <laughs> My <laughs> legislation has not passed yet. <laughs> they, I, I would assume not, their inventory has gone down because it's uh, probably not so in style. Yeah. I'm really pushing uh, HB 2170. Uh, <laughs> Follow no. my bill. At, yeah, okay, uh, 9428, yeah. uh, whatever. Eliminate the, the, the eliminate the whitey tidies. The bye-bye tidy uh, whitey sack. Yeah. Enough yeah, is the, enough. Yeah. Boxer yeah. briefs are bust. The act. Liberate the briefs. Uh, uh, I mean, act. <laughs> it's almost as important as the. Um, Don't uh, do that to your wiener act. That. 2023. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, don't it's do that a cute me. little bit. Otherwise though, with him immediately going back into the bathroom, going, you gotta, you gotta tell, tell me, me you're doing that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and just her giggling. Uh, and then we get the, uh, the first scene, uh, post but, post intro. And I just wanted to say, the do's uh, and the don'ts? yeah, the, the thing that I wanted to bring up, like I did under oh. the do's obviously was the funny line dance when it's appropriate and appropriate. It's underlined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but also 
the 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 little nuance of the um, that's my joke bit, like where where they do the um, it's the, it's, if it's, it's where, yeah, whatever it stays. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is an example where Michael kills the room. Explain, you know, trying to to keep claim of his joke. Yes, and in doing so, he kills the mood so hard that when he makes a good joke, a legitimately good joke, and says, "I'll see you up there in Viagra Falls." Yeah, and nothing. He gets nothing. He gets crickets and it's like it's just such a funny small thing where they're like okay so he kills the room so hard that when he makes a decent like oh, joke yeah. yep. that nobody yeah everybody just glares joke. at him this and it's not i mean okay but it's not the fuck you know it's a good I'm, joke it, for michael it's a great joke i almost opened with it i'm gonna tell you that <laughs> yeah. i almost said welcome to viagra falls yeah, yeah. I, so i think for, it's for michael scott that's a top tier home run joke it's <laughs> solid it's it, it's out of if nowhere it, it doesn't it, it's not an obvious joke there's a lot of strength to it for sure yeah but and especially considering the person and who it's supposed to be and where they're supposed to be they're in an office he's the corny boss for oh, him yeah. Yeah, for him, you know, that's an out of the park. Like even for Kevin would have, we're like, that's that. some hacky shit. You know, like if one, you know, yeah. But like for Michael, that's probably one of the best jokes he's ever made. Well, <laughs> and it's another example of how this episode really shows deeper nuance for a lot of characters. We get, uh, and the two shining stars of this episode, as far as I'm concerned, are Kevin and Dwight. Mm-hmm. We get so much good content from both of them mm-hmm. that goes a layer deeper into who they are. Almost like Michael pulling off a great joke, mm-hmm. but doing it in the aftermath of a terrible joke that has ruined his chances. Yeah, he's basically mm-hmm. made the room to where like no joke was going to get a response oh, yeah. at that point. Like, no already, matter how good. He Nothing. has groaned them out of caring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like, fuck any joke you're about to yeah. make because I'm mad at you now. Yeah, just <laughs> shut up, please. Or give us some money or shut up. But, okay. But Dwight, with hit, Dwight, we see... Once again, uh, pre-show, you mentioned when they go to the club, uh, mm-hmm. when they go to New York. Yeah. Um, we see Dwight's animal magnetism on full display again. And this also goes back, I discovered in reading uh, who wrote this episode, which is Greg Daniels and Mindy Kaling. Yep. Mindy Kaling has a thing for having Dwight be um, have a uh, animal magnetism. Oh, with okay. The women, with, the, with the ladies. Really? So, That's interesting. Um, that's sort of, and I guess she must have, she must have, yeah, she did write Night Out too. Did she? And Which makes sense too, because it's a big Ryan episode too. Yeah, Ryan in this one a lot, I gotta say. For two people who weren't sure if they weren't going to go to the wedding, they're they're pretty prominent. And good cut them. scenes. Well, of course, if they show up, they're going to make it, make, you know. All about them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is now their thing. That cut scene though, with him pulling her onto his lap in the, <laughs> the church pew. Ooh. We don't see him get like handsy with her a lot. Like he's kind of in like like dude mode in yeah. this, you know. And he's, and he's and he's desecrating a church. Yeah, he's desecrating a church. He's, <laughs> we he, see him get pretty handsy when when he's trying to get her to break up with Daryl, though. Oh yeah. Oh, he he just goes right in. Yeah, he's like all in the break room. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, before he tells her, I've already yeah, written, you're the, right, you're like, right. written the text. Hard making you. out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when he's doing the push-ups. <laughs> yeah, the one-handed uh-huh. Rocky push-ups. Okay, <laughs> I have a question. Mm-hmm. Got an answer. Mm-hmm. How maybe how conservatively how long can we talk about the three condoms cut scene or the the scene that got cut? 
oh about the sensation. Michael says Michael says he's bringing 78 oh, condoms right. uh-huh. magnums and uh Dwight says for a 3 day weekend mm-hmm. and he says you're going to use 78 condoms in whatever and he says well 26 yeah for three times and Dwight says you're using three at a time yeah and, and Michael gets very sheepish and, and starts to say well well one 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 for each yeah doesn't even finish the word each it's more of like a one for each and and he it's almost like he kind of realizes that he, he may not know exactly but something is wrong with this idea is is, is is he putting a condom on each nut yes <laughs> is he- Yes, is, he is. is he squeezing a condom over each testy? Well, and, and here's the thing. <laughs> and is, I thought it was hard enough as it, as it was. <laughs> Michael is a direction reader. That's what she said. So Michael <laughs> has read that you put a condom on by rolling it on. Uh-huh. I don't even understand the logistics of that. No, it's very. It's going to be super difficult. I don't want to. Think also, about it. probably it might painful. Be painful. I was going to say. Yeah, I don't say. Right I there, don't sir. see how <laughs> you do it without hurting yourself, without like pinching or or uh, accidentally squeezing one of those. One of those little veins or that, if they that are make you want to barf. Vast deferens. If they are like extra, extra, Thank extra you. large magnums, maybe it's. <laughs> but Michael's not buying no magnums. I thought he didn't say that. I didn't watch the scene. So he, and he said something about like extra large or something. Oh, like that. Yeah, maybe, you know, you know, I think he's obviously. Uh, I mean, he's done well for himself. He's maybe. a lost child in this world. No, I think he knows he's not using them. I think he knows that he's just wants people to see he has them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he's like, I can yeah. get magnums because logistically, it's not going to matter that it won't stay on my ding dong. It's like when he went to Philly, and whenever he leaves town, he has to he has to have condoms on him. Look who took the slow train from Philly. I will say, it As reminds me says. of a joke by a friend of the show, Tom King. He used to have a joke where he'd say, uh, "I uh, I buy Magnum condoms, which means my condoms don't fit." <laughs> nice little line there, Tom. We miss you. My condoms falling down. <laughs> I need some suspenders. <laughs> But Dwight and uh, Kevin and Dwight yeah. with Isabel, we see not only this great scene where his natural confidence is exuding mm. and, and Isabel is attractive and hopefully alcohol is mixed in a little bit there. But for whatever reason, I, I was sorry. Go ahead. For Dwight reason. is on his yeah. A game. Isabel is noticing. And then what really clinches it for me is the next morning where mm. she just does not want to leave his side. Right. Can I be contrarian? You can, not until I'm done, though. Okay. Dwight did well that night. And, and, and I, obviously he, he scored, but I mean, D- Dwight, he, he acted, he, he, he did the, he acted with did a plum. A p- and apparently thinks she did not. Uh, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. Because she's a bumpkin. But, but yes, contrarian Michael. Okay. Later on. Dwight being on his A game, of course, if you are saying on the level of Dwight, maybe. Maybe he was on his A game. I think that a lot of what happened between them was Mindy writing the animal magnetism thing because the interaction that I watched between them pre Sex time, yeah. The horses, oh, with the, gel- oh, with the she Gelligan was already, bows. She was already one hundred percent on board. Yeah, no, no. But what I mean is, is that is, is in that situation, I did not see what they were trying to portray, which was someone that was like just super horny for this guy. Just, I did not get that she was supposed to be drunk and like just wanting to hook up because no, I thought that they were portraying that like. 
he said he owned a horse and she was wet. It was more like he and owned- I'm and I just could not buy it. <laughs> but but it wasn't just that he owned a horse. It was that he was worried about his horses. Yeah. Sure. That's the kicker. Because that was the thing. And, and I think what Mindy But is, we're to believe that that made her super horny. I mean, it made her interested. She was interested. She in, immediately grabbed his thigh. <laughs> and like, I, I believe the implication is that made her super horny. But she's also tipsy as well. That to me is and, the alcohol. Yeah. And even though they didn't yes. really super establish that that group was drinking heavily mm-hmm. we established throughout the entire episode that everybody but pam is drinking yes see then she did not act drunk they did not well act super drunk because she only like it literally to me the way the actor portrayed those lines the line reading to me yeah. said that she went from having a conversation to wanting to fuck upon hearing about a horse. <laughs> and I was like, nope, not buying it. Not at all. This woman would never, ever be this turned on just by the fact that he's like, and has horses. Yeah. I, I, I definitely disagree that I, I don't know that I, that they were trying to say that she was like, jump in the sack immediately. But I think that Mindy Kaling is very much, or, or maybe if, you know, Greg was related in this part of the episode at all. The writers are definitely playing the idea that the seemingly unattractive, unsexually um, interesting man has more than meets the eye, both through his unique competencies, i.e. Dwight may not be a confident dude in the classic mold, but when it comes to his farm, his horses, his beats, the things he knows and cares about, he's got, he's got game. Let's I guess get- it's just because that even if she's supposed to be drunk – the idea of this woman being into Dwight oh, well, is the least believable part of the entire series. Well, that's the that, well, that's totally the trope. The <laughs> idea that the the seemingly unattractive man has got more the than DJ Qualls. The, the, exactly, it is DJ Qualls and Road Trip to a hundred percent. Well, maybe he told her about the burgers to go idea, and she was hot for that. I mean, everybody but Sears was into it. Listen, whatever. He could be an entrepreneur, this Dwight. I'm not taking away from whatever he said that made her horny. I'm just saying it's not realistic that whatever he said would make any human being horny. I I disagree. That's, That's it, I that, would kill your real. Oh, so, I would kill your realistic uh, expectations for these coming seasons because it's going to get worse. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I re- I, I, and, I hugely realize that. Well, and the idea, and it really goes hand in hand with the idea that he would be a superb lovemaker. Maybe it's just because I'm so mad at him for calling her a bumpkin. Oh, that's the other part, too, is then... I've been to Carbondale. I went to Carbondale last year. It looks like a fine place. (laughs) You know, it really is a three-act play. It's a Dwight lures her through his uniqueness. Dwight gives her the night of her life. Dwight is not interested. Dwight nags her. Yeah. And then, and then, well, he's, uh, he's had the, he's had Angela. It's funny you say neg because it is the whole thing kind of reeks of pip, pickup artist culture. Well, the second part so does gross. completely. The first part too. Cause the first, the, one of yeah, the, the, think, the yeah. howling wolves. Absolutely. It's, it's suggest, suggestive. Cause of, cause of howling during sex. Cause of malfeasance. Yes. For malfeasance. Malfeasance for malfeasance's sake. Um, <laughs> the, but he How does. dare he? Confidence in. No, he's. he's he, she's a 10. How oh, dare oh, he? Oh, she's a knockout. Yeah. Well, and he's. And they do. Hey, Reed's not, not a bad looking dude. But I it, mean, Dwight, they plug up. They we're play talking up about the, the character. Auto, but we're yeah. talking about the character. But yeah. at least they make it bite him in the ass later on. He does get his comeuppance because he has a contract with Angela at that point. 
Yeah, but then when he she actually comes is, back and yeah, from when being he actually, like, I don't want shit from you no more. But you're mean to me. You just because she, she was into it. He says, Whack-a-mole. "What do you want?" And she says, "Nothing anymore." Yeah, yep. and then that's such a great line. Yeah, and then they're at the <laughs> arcade, and she's like, "Dwight, I'm gonna need that D again." Well, you know, the other thing too is <laughs> I need to rewatch that. I'm gonna need round two of that D. <laughs> she has her agency back at that point. At the wedding, she is smitten and she is rejected. Mm-hmm. When she sees him again, she is. It's very much on equal Ooh, terms. So now maybe now maybe yeah. for her, it's now it's a conquest for her. Maybe she's like this motherfucker acted uninterested. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm about to get him back. Or just better yet, like I I no longer have any ego in the game. I'm my <laughs> my bruised pride has healed. He's here. I'm here. We'll get along. Let's fuck. Maybe we'll fuck. And here's the thing. As uh, a man named Michael once told me, in today's world, women go out and they have sex mm-hmm. and they party and mm-hmm. they take photos. And they get pictures taken of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And we have to encourage that. It's not the 1890s. And I'm encouraging that for Isabel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and honestly, for Meemaw. 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 Yeah. The only eight year old with no smile lines. That, that poor actress. Interesting can, takes. <laughs> that poor actress can barely talk. <laughs> That's such a great Or character. she can act like she can barely talk. <laughs> it is a great character it's a great it's a well done character because it makes highly, me hate all old people a little bit it's it's let, let's get as ignorant as we can <laughs> now, you know what i mean like you know, for sure any outdated Blame. views i feel like are encapsulated by this one. i just love that she blames the hotel or them choosing oh, that particular hotel for the fact that bruno's on tv <laughs> oh because yeah, only like, that hotel they would choose what what cable stream they get <laughs> Yeah, that's that's such yeah, a can you only great send, movie by the way. Call up Hi, uh head of TV. Yeah, can you only send Bruno to our hotel? Hi, I'm staying at the hotel in Niagara and um I need you to stop showing Niagara. Bruno here. Because that that's big floppy ding dong is making the old people mad. <laughs> is there a big floppy ding dong in Bruno? Hilton. Well, yeah. You know, honestly, I don't. I don't. Recall. I feel like you're about to go all Kevin. You would love jail. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just surprised you've not seen or heard of the because it's 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 not just like a you know like guy got got out of the shower. Um, it's extends. It's extensive, and they're like swinging. <laughs> how and, does it? How is it compared to the end of Boogie Nights? Um, about. Man. About fifty times longer. Searching Bruno Dick is really going to ruin my Google algorithm. It, it, it's about fifty times longer. The scene where you're seeing the dick. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that that was like a flash at the end of Boogie Night. Well done, Google Images. You're not showing I me mean, shit. It's like ten seconds, but he doesn't do anything. Wow, and that's it. All right, like the Boogie Nights. But in Bruno, it's like a I'm, whole dance number. I'm I'm kind of disappointed with myself for not remembering, but I only saw it once in the theater many years ago. Uh, Bruno? Bruno, Bruno, yeah. Yeah. And I liked it. It was funny. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. I mean, it's Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. He's great. He's yeah. great. Uh, who else is great is oh, shit. Kevin Malone. Kevin. Are we going to talk about the card switch? The card I switch? I just wanted to briefly talk about the the because the part that I yeah. told you guys oh, was yeah. it was such a brief extension, but it was cut from the original oh, episode yeah. was where yeah. uh, Andy says, uh, oh, how yeah, did yeah. Meredith get set with the young yeah. people? And uh, Kevin says he she probably switched cards with someone like I did with Aaron. Mm-hmm. And Andy's like, what? You motherfucker. He's yeah. mad because he wanted to sit by Aaron. But then in the original, Extend- it cuts from there. Yeah. But in the original or in this one, he extended. Kevin says, but I just really wanted to sit by you <laughs> to Andy. And it's so sweet that Andy's just kind of like, oh, oh, 
all right, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, in the original, he can't be mad. It's nope. so nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's just part of honestly, Kevin is so endearing this entire episode. Mm-hmm. He gets uh, multiple chances to shine, and then he's get. Then he gets the hair. He gets the hair. <laughs> uh, and then, as you were going to say, though, they don't. He's not an idiot in this episode. The hair thing is a little silly, mm. but it's not until the. Uh, I got six numbers. One more and I would have been a whole phone number. Hold on a minute. This motherfucker walked out in there with toilet with tissue boxes on his feet. And you're like, he didn't fuck up until the phone number thing. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that was a crime of necessity. He didn't throw away his shoes. I know, but like his his sense of smell is gone. Listen. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There are taxis. There are yeah. there are stores. He could have got a was, pair of flip flops before true. he walked I, in I with, with tissue boxes. He was on a budget, <laughs> but we had scenes like the. Um, but to say he wasn't an idiot before, I mean, I get it. I get it. What you mean? It's but, not. It's not the dumbing down of Kevin. Sure, I just no, that's fair. Bit. That's yeah. fair. That, right and that's now. the thing. Is this episode such a great episode where we see intelligent? sophisticated nuance mm-hmm. like him with oscar they're, they're just mm-hmm. showing how that he's just like a sweet person he's like, like a sweet man oh Absolutely. yeah yeah oh he is a sweetheart well and the idea like i would be honored uh, to have you as my boyfriend like that's like really kind i, yeah. I mean right after he thought it was hilarious that the lady thought it, that he was yeah, Oscar's boyfriend. i love oscar in that scene <laughs> oscar's so hurt like he's, he's legitimately yeah. offended oh, he said, you owe me an apology yeah <laughs> oh yeah that was i forgot about that poor you pen, owe me an poor apology pen, poor penny <laughs> well and then the oscar's scene- such a bitch <laughs> <laughs> he's like i have standards don't you understand and then the two of them later where they they make up and uh, um, he's – what does Kevin say? You've, you've got that beautiful Chicano hair. Yeah, he's yeah. rubbing his hair. <laughs> that was on the extended fan one where Penny walks by and – Well, no, it's Penny the original walks, where she yeah, walks where by. Where she walks by, but, but then it extends she comes to back. Uh, because then he they, says something else. Yes. Or Kevin like apologizes and Oscar's like, it's okay. And then he gives him a hug. And then right, in doing so, by. Kevin kisses him on the head. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, oh yeah she hears oscar go it's okay big guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay big guy i love that i love it i just love kevin's earnestness to just be hey man come on like, <laughs> yeah why can't he says why can't we just be together <laughs> and then she when, walks by the second time when he says why do you keep rejecting me <laughs> Come it's on, so man. Good. What happens on Niagara? Why do you Niagara? keep rejecting me? <laughs> and you know, it wouldn't even be—it wouldn't even be that funny. It would be just like an interesting story about like Kevin, Kevin coming out as bi. Yeah. If he wasn't so very clear in the beginning, I'm not gay. I'm Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> he's not gay, but he is in love with Oscar. But there is a callback, and it, it reminded me of the callback in the in the last last episode where he's oh, like, yeah? he thinks he is gay. And uh, Oscar no. has to tell him that he's not because he's crying, just because he's crying. <laughs> yeah, because he gets uh, what he gets makes him cry. Because so emotion- Creed's playing oh, the song at the, end, the, at the end. very end. He's like, he's like yeah. I think I'm because gay. Think I'm he's gay. like, why do you say this? Because I'm just so. He's like, you're not gay. You're not gay. And that's I'm so emotional. <laughs> and that is two episodes after Michael. Am I gay? Yeah. With Andy during gossip. <laughs> oh yeah. This is a surprisingly. Um, Oscar's got a lot to deal with. I gotta tell you this. Yeah, that's true. Well, this can't all be on him. To uh, it's a miracle he's still there. Yeah, (laughs) but he's but he's great to play off, and his his just his like just 
being so offended with Pam's sister about that. Just oh yeah, so perfect. That really is funny. Uh, one of the other cut scenes that I thought was funny was um, Creed finding his dusty old cigarettes and the, the bit with him and Phyllis. Where talks where he's running cigarettes across the border. This, yeah, yeah, this was an old gig for him. And she yeah, says with, for then. mobsters, and he says, I never knew. A balloon yeah. went in, a balloon came out. That's right. Uh, of where, cigarettes. Where, where was the balloon? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And, and these are not you know, the balloon this is a carton. The balloon the thing is typically small amounts of like packaged Powdered drugs, substance. right? Mm-hmm. Not a box. Nothing with sharp corners. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, but he pulls out these dusty old cigarettes almost as if like he's about to go smoke a pack. Yeah. Oh, he's saying and at least one. I don't know if you know this, but even if you don't open a pack of smokes. Oh, they do go stale. Mm. And it is fucking disgusting. Yeah. I mean, smoking like a two year old cigarette will make you want to barf. Yeah. yeah. Even though right now I haven't smoked long enough to where just a regular cigarette would probably make me want to barf, mm-hmm. luckily. Mm-hmm. But I smoked cigarettes for 25 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. It sucks that I've been alive long enough to have smoked for 25 years, but yeah. I haven't smoked in over two years. So, uh, But, well yeah, there's been many a time in that 25 years where I was like, fuck it, this will do. And it was... Disgusting. I still crave them sometimes. I would never smoke a stale one. But uh, anybody no, who- I still crave it too sometimes. But I, I also would would definitely be like, nope. And, <laughs> if and, I'm gonna go back, it's gonna be fresh as a motherfucker. And funny that we did get Creed uh, in a deleted scene with cigarettes because we did get the nice uh, bookends of Meredith talking about her afternoon stogie. Yeah, mm. uh, and uh, we get to see her smoking one outside the church. We get it actualized. Yeah, yeah just like she's she like really into cigars. Yeah. Um, I also, she knows Jim's a lot. Bro- oh, her, uh, his brothers. I hate Jim's you too. Brothers. Yeah, I fucking hate him. You know who doesn't hate him is Michael. Which is, yeah, he which makes complete sense. I love that whoopee cushion bit. That is such a nice little. Who Michael that, is as a person for sure that he has it is just so endearing. Yeah, In his breast pocket just and, folded up, ready to go, and, and they use it in good, good health. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's funny because it's like you know if you really stop and think about it, you can really picture Michael like straightening his tie, mm-hmm. you know, getting his tie clip on. And then neatly folding his whoopee cushion so that it can slide into his breast pocket and lay flat. Probably Mom, thinking notice. of how the comedy greats would do this as well. And he's thinking about how you don't want to crease it on the mouthpiece because it'll make it harder to blow up. You know, he's taking all those things into consideration oh, yeah. as he delicately folds it into his breast pocket. <laughs> These are things that Michael does because that's how important comedy is Yeah. To him. Well, and he knows one day it'll be needed, and this is that moment That's coming right. to fruition. You know? And 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 yeah, and every moment that someone was like, "I can't believe you have that," you'll never. And he's like, "I've been vindicated. One day I'll need it. I've been vindicated. Yeah, well, here it is, motherfuckers. Look at me now." <laughs> well, he's going to a wedding as, now. He, as he wrote on his car. Oh, well, I love that, Michael doing his own car. He put hands on it, man. With cans. full full cans, <laughs> yeah. full cans, unopened cans of beer that explode as he's driving away, uh-huh. and just written on the back window is "Going to a wedding." Yeah. Do, you, do you think he used the CD on Pam's mom? Oh, oh wow! The uh, the <laughs> don't be afraid of your night in what was it? heaven and your night oh, in heaven. Ah, ah, to be in your shoes. <laughs> that's the thing. That's it, the creep factor. 
That <laughs> recording is great. I love that Michael it's knows practical. it. Oh yeah, Dwight thinks it's the greatest gift. Yeah, I get. I get why you see Isabel could never be attracted to him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've spent like six seasons making him objectively unattractive in every way, shape, and form, physically and emotionally. Yeah. And then they wind up giving him the most beautiful women on the show. Mm-hmm. Eventually, by the end, with um, the girl on the, the her the name beautiful, is Angela. Oh, no, oh, the, I'm sorry. The, <laughs> the other blonde. Oh, yeah. the the farmer. Yeah, the farmer's daughter. Uh, the, yes, that one. Um, I just wanted to briefly touch on Michael doing stand up with his eyes closed. That made me laugh a lot. Oh yeah. (laughs) When he says, uh, when he says, I'm not going to do a toast. I'm just going to do some freestanding. The first whole joke that he says about a smart car. Yeah. His eyes are closed through the whole. Oh, I didn't even notice. That's great. His (laughs) eyes are closed through that whole bit. He opens them uh, uh, later when he's talking about like, it doesn't have to just be the idiots. Yeah. This Um, is pre blind guy. McSqueezy, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah, he's, uh, he's doing that first bit, the whole bit with his eyes closed. And for some reason that made me laugh a lot. Oh, wow. Cause it made me think that like, He's he's trying to show you that that he's really trying to remember yep. every word of that that he's written down. So he's got his eyes closed because he's trying to picture in his head the the bit. Wow, <laughs> I'm glad you can appreciate it because I'm just cringing like a motherfucker during that whole thing. <laughs> well, I've oh. seen all these episodes now enough times to where like I'm I'm really yeah, I'm, I'm really like, I'm looking for it. some of yeah. the nuance of because like that, that is some nuance because he's kind of at a side angle, so you don't necessarily see his eyes. Yeah. You have to look for it. Yeah, that's such a great bit too. Uh, and, and Jim says it coming out of it because him and Jim both just fuck it up worse, so and worse bad. and worse. And I love the line from Jim. Is there something about becoming a manager that makes you say stupid things? Yeah. My like, favorite not, is that not as, I'm not aware of that. My yeah. favorite is that when Jim finally does cut him off, instead of at when he stands up, instead of Man. just being like, uh, "No, thank you, Michael. That won't be necessary. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and give my toast now," which is what a normal human would do. Yeah. He yeah. lets Michael go Leeway. on for for a good what we assume is five to ten minutes, and then he finally uh, just stands up and goes. Nope, and then starts his own toast, and it's like, motherfucker, you could have done that at the beginning, right? Sure could have. Well, and then, really, it's a beautiful. Um, <laughs> nope, that was it. <laughs> it's such a good joke with how he talks about the having to be patient with Pam in the office, mm-hmm. and then here's to waiting. Here's to waiting. Yeah, it's ah, uh, it is. <laughs> it is that that whole scene is craftsmanship. It is pretty you know, good. It's really a great job. They were living together. <laughs> I love that. That's the part she harpens on because she hasn't even processed. After he says they they were having lots of consensual sex. Michael compounds it by saying, by confirming that they were living together. Yeah. That wasn't established yet. Yeah. So he's just making it worse, of course. Because she can get over all the fucking. <laughs> it's the cohabitation yeah, that she's right. really got a that problem with. That almost sent her to the hospital. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, you're doing chores together? <laughs> well, this is anarchy. One <laughs> of you washes, one of you dries. What the hell? Well, I will never, ever tell you I have a problem with anal. However, <laughs> communal living, I won't have it. <laughs> Jesus. Meemaw's got another great scene later with Michael where he helps her turn off her television because of that horrible Charlie Rose. Horrible Charlie Rose. He actually succeeds. Yeah. um, Even while really not convincing her of anything, he just wins her over. They're going to name the baby Sylvia. No, Meemaw. Uh, Meemaw. (laughs) You mean Sylvia. Yes. Or if it's a boy, Sylvia. Yeah, he finally learned his articles. Uh, Yeah. Like like when he 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 Mm -hmm. couldn't do that for Spanish with Oscar with another Ah, Angelo. (laughs) (laughs) Good kudos, Michael. 
No la DJ L. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> I oh, I love that it, it, it's it's like weirdly it's weirdly culturally I don't know deaf to to, to hear a name like a Sylvia and automatically assume it is not just a woman's name but also just an a term in Italian. <laughs> oh man. Um uh, Meemaw's a great antagonist in this episode, um, and it really sets up a lot of the things early on because they talk about it when they're doing the do's and don'ts of the wedding mm-hmm. is they mention that her grandmother doesn't know yet. So for that to kind of be a running theme is kind of a great way to introduce a new antagonist to the show. And it's something that we're seeing more and more and more where they try to bring in an outside force to cause problems in some way. Obviously, Charles Minor. Charles Minor is the biggest example we've had in recent weeks. And we'll have another one in about a a season and a half with uh, D'Angelo when he comes in. That's true. But in this episode, we get Meemaw in that kind of um, antagonist role. Well, you know who the office antagonist of the day is? Is actually um, at Assassin Phyllis because she's just she's just uh, throwing out uh, negs left and right. Uh, for instance, against Pam yeah. because she knew she she thinks she left because she knew she wouldn't be a good husband, a good, a good, good mother, wife, good yeah. wife. She, she won't whatever. be a good husband. But. And then giving shit to Stanley and his uh, now gr- my girlfriend still Cynthia. Your wife loved this hat. Yep, that's a great bit. <laughs> uh, it's so rude to literally hit me in the face with the feather on your hat. First of all, yeah. <laughs> like he's not not being completely unreasonable. Oh, I mean, no. the wording was unreasonable, but the 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 action of wanting someone like, hey, can you take the hat off for a sec or like. Uh, Stop shaking your head left and right. It's, so you it's stabbing like, me, hitting my face, and then you mention my wife, and I'm with my girlfriend. Yeah. It's yes, I am cheating on my wife. Please stop hitting me with your hat. Yeah, but but also civility. <laughs> yeah. How in, about that? In addition to, um, Angela is uh, basically oh, yeah. keeping Pam hostage in her room overnight. <laughs> That's you, when you brought up Phyllis as an, an antagonist from within the office. I thought you were talking about Angela. I don't want to leave out Angela. I didn't bring up Phyllis. No, I did. Oh, oh you did. Yeah. I did. Because that's, that's a great bit, too, is, is her and Pam with the uh, where she'll go with her to the bar. And Pam and just flat goes, out decides, I don't want to go. Never mind. Yeah. Are you night. sure? Could be fun. And then Angela's like, well, I'm just going to stand out here unless you, in, in case you get antsy again. Yeah, because if she goes to the bar, it's like kicking herself in the stomach. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is is Pam isn't drinking. No. No. She's not like an alcoholic who can't stay away from the bottle. Yeah, exactly. No, she just wants to go hang out. Yeah. And Angela's like, nah, dog. You can't be having fun. You're good. For as much as they seem to have had in common, it's a shame that Angela and Meemaw didn't share any scenes together. Right. They would have gotten along famously. Right. Like a deleted scene of them just being like, yes, me too. Talking about how horrible Niagara Hotel is. Yeah. Is it because, though, they're too much in the same and the horrible people have to be everywhere because Pam is just just dealing with everything. Yeah. That way she's got all these different things. Yeah. And we haven't even gotten Andy Scrotum yet. That's true, yeah. And and really, this is all building up in many ways. You could have at least gotten like a like a a cutaway of Angela bitching about stuff and being like, "No one will ever understand me." And Mima walks behind her. Yeah, <laughs> You're like there's her soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> that will be her. Well, and yeah. it all plays into the need to get away from all the people, well, which is going to really set up the coda of the episode and and the kind of dual wedding storyline that we have. But we got to get into the dance party. Uh, yeah. yes, we do. We, we got do. it because so, Andy 
is trying to steal the show and show off all his his wicked dance moves. Oh, and, and let's just quickly point out that they have been planting the Andy Aaron seeds all episode. For sure. Overly. In the, Kevin co- switching the cards. And, yeah. the, the ride to the wedding with yep, Kelly and uh, Aaron sitting in the back listening to music, pretending Andy is her driver, and Andy just wants someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. And evidently she smells like his mother. Yep. Yeah, and that's where he first talks about Gross. Yeah. yeah, but uh, kind of on, on book for Andy. They're, they're, they're really giving us an interesting platform to root for these two. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's 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 yeah. If you're like, hey, that lady smells like my mom, and that's that's a very warm, nostalgic feeling. Cool, but if you're like, that lady smells like my mom, and now I want to have sex yeah, with her, yeah. and I'll tell the camera crew. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> maybe look into that. Maybe talk to. Maybe talk about that. Right. They they try to like uh, uh, put Kelly like in between Andy and uh, Aaron at the start, and then but then by the end, she's given him his. Uh, what did she give him? A shirt or something to put under his? Oh, balls. like a handkerchief or something? Yeah, a little, a little, um, a little sack. Nest, yeah. Sack nest, <laughs> monster. During the dance party, though, you've got uh, Kelly saying, "What else she got?" And you but have yeah, Aaron he, he kind comes of in echoing like, it. He comes yeah. in and is like, uh, "Here's my sweet, sweet dance moves." And uh, uh, Kelly, great uh, robot, uh, by the way, like a repeat of this no, or uh, a precursor to Cafe Disco. They're utilizing the oh, Cafe uh, Disco uh, episode basically to. Yeah. Um, and to, to great effect, I will say, because it kind of feels like that in the way they shoot it. Yeah, where where Andy thinks but it's Cafe a dance Disco off. is later or before? Before it was it's the before, end of season five. Okay, yeah, so this is a callback to Cafe Disco, More where less. they had that dance yeah. contest. Yeah, dance off. He yeah. called it a dance off. She said she was just having fun with her friends. Yes, but she are. But now she knows that she can get him to escalate mm-hmm. if she uh, calls him out, and and she's all about Ryan. And they're um, really eyeing each other. And also one. the first little. Um, you know the the first little kick move that he's that's that's fucking amateur hour. Oh, all right. the, ro- Bush the, yeah. the robot he uh, did was excellent, and, and then actually, he does that little and then crappy he running man. Follows it up with a half running man because he does it with mm-hmm. one leg. Oh wow, it's one leg and just the arms back and forth. Yeah, I can do that, and I am terrible at dancing. And Ed Helms can't dance. He admitted it in the <laughs> he oh, talked about that how difficult shows. it was. His yeah. robot was good though. It's I, like. He Don't can, agree. He got the singing <laughs> down. Right, They're like, yeah, really he was song and dance man. Uh, it was okay. Know. It was a lot better than whoever was before. Who's performing? Was it Meredith. Well, yeah, that, will, but that was Meredith. The move with yeah. the chair at Cafe Disco was pretty good. I will say. Yeah, but, but he probably had yeah. to. He probably had to practice that for real long time. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, then Absolutely. he follows it up by saying, uh, you know, in classic Andy mode, he's got to come with like a sweet one liner before he does it. It says, uh, oh. uh uh, oh, says, wait, it, call me Baskin am Robbins. I, am, I, am I a banana? Is this a banana split? No, he says, Is this a Baskin Robbins? Because I feel like a banana split. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, and, and apparently never done a split before. Nope. We and, find out later. But he. Uh, Do you guys know you have to work up to splits? Yes. Okay. It's, it only seems logical. Okay. Having cool. done, I would never in a million years just like go for it. Try to do one. I, Hell no. I would be in the hospital. Too oh, yeah. risky. Yeah. I mean, even if stakes I, are too high. Even if I did hours of stretching today, I would still go to the hospital. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think it's a one day stretch kind of thing. No, no. Multiple. If I do the splits. I'm never getting up again. That's the last time you went down. If I do the splits, I'm in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. Yeah. If I get up. <laughs> yeah. It's um. If I do the splits, it very well it, very, it very well may shoot my spine up through the back of my neck. Ouchie. Michael Zamfino lost his life. Zamfino. <laughs> Michael Zamfino lost his life today doing a split in front of his friends. It was uber nasty. Looked like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yes. <laughs> Bestiality. Oh no! <laughs> uh, immediately after doing it, one of his friends reportedly said, "Whoopsie." <laughs> 
<laughs> I wanted to ask you all a, a time and place question. Did you see the YouTube video? Do you remember back then when YouTube was this fun thing? And I do. There were these. I like YouTube. It is still fun, but it was sort of. Uh, this is what of it course, is today. You got to see the viral shit. Did you see the viral video? Was, was it one of those things for you too? Because I did. Which one? Somebody sent an email of that video to me. Which video? The, the, the Chris dance, Brown the Chris wedding Brown dance wedding video. Dance oh, video. God damn it. Did, yeah. you, did you fall prey to that? Too? Yeah, it was called like JK's, JK's wedding, wedding dance or dance. something. Yeah. yeah. And it Hate was it. <laughs> it was also to Forever by Chris Brown. So did you see this before yeah, you watched yeah. this episode? Yes, I had seen that. If okay. not before, right around the same time. So it was you know? epic, like everybody had seen this shit. Oh, it was very, yeah. very popular and well-known. This yes. feels like one of the first, and, and I know there's a few earlier ones because we've said this before, but one of the first times that The Office really just jumped on a trend. 110 mm-hmm. percent, even though it was very flash in the pan. See also mm-hmm. lip dubs, see also planking. Mm-hmm. You know, see also, oh, here we go, parkour. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it I, is typically done to great effect. And I got to say. It's done to amazing effect. Just, yeah. <laughs> this one is one of the best, despite unfortunately being tied to a, a known abuser. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it is a great moment that still, frankly, made me cry watching it this this time. Oh, wow. Three okay. Time. Watched yeah. it three times, cried three times. Listen, yeah. I won't pretend I that I haven't it. cried at that scene. It did make me cry. Yeah. Now I'm far enough removed for it where I find it objectively corny. Uh, well, and I got to say. <laughs> I've never haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I just, now when I see it, I'm like, oh, it's so corny. It comes like now I'm with Pam where I'm like, this is on my don't playlist. Like, <laughs> I'm like team Pam where I'm like, yeah, I don't, I wish they wouldn't have done that shit either. Oh yeah. Jim too. Yeah. Hence, Jim hates hence, it too. Hence the boat tickets. Mm-hmm. The- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. After he saw that video, we bought the tickets. The spirit. Wait, what, what's the boat's name again? Uh, oh, the, the, the spirit, spirit of the winds, the misty Mary misty or something. Marion, some kind. I'm not yeah. sure, but, but he knew it. He saw it the day he was a prophet. He knew Michael was going to get a hold of, of the situation, and that's what happened. Oh man, where is it? Uh, oh, uh, I will say before we get too far away the from from the too, um, from the uh, uh, Andy uh, tearing up his ding, yeah, yeah, yeah. his ding dong area. Yeah, yeah. Um, the We're phone call again. between Pam and Jim oh, and that mm, scene yeah. is like. Comedy phone call 101. Mm-hmm. Like the the back and forth is absolutely just spot on comedy greatness. Yeah. They really well um, with their phone calls. Yeah. Like, the, no, let's the, talk forever. <laughs> the, well, it starts with the um, Andy's in here. He tore his crown. What? He did the splits. What? He did the, please stop <laughs> saying what? I love that. He, he, he tore his scrotum. I can see his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's icing his balls. She didn't see him. Oh, is that what she said? He's, yeah. he's icing. He's icing his balls oh, okay. and and very yeah. He's he, he's man spreading as far as you can go, y'all. And then the uh, <laughs> pl- please stop saying what? Yeah, please stop saying what? Her shock that he's out drinking. Her further shock that drinking. it's with Michael yeah, and Dwight. She says, your brother t- your brothers yeah. took you out drinking, and he says no. It just and happened. Then you hear, no, then you hear Michael. Is that Pam? Yeah, is that Pam? Bring her out. It'll be like Coyote <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> Which Michael? So Michael just thinks hot girl with the bar. If there's a women egg. in the bar, yeah, it's coyote. Yeah. Women plus bar Where equals he hang out? coyote ugly at home in, oh. in, in his in home his, in his own mind with his in own front pop of culture his, references in front of his standing in front of his television <laughs> in front of all of his um, hundred dollar plasma. Screen. Yeah, he just stands there and watches TV all day. Uh, um, yeah. Something like that. But uh, yeah, I love the then, fact it's a great. It's really tight writing. 
that Pam has to drive him because she's the only one sober because she's pregnant, so she can't drink. Uh, but then we have the great the the end of the phone call though was the great line where she says, uh, "Are you pushing me off the phone?" And he says, "No, let's talk for a long time." Uh-huh. I say that yeah. to Becky a lot. That's a, that's a nice little mini neg right there. But he's drunk. Yeah, I'm like, no, let's talk for a long time. And she's like, bye. <laughs> And then Pam driving him uh, to the hospital. We yeah. get that great bit where simultaneously getting shit from Andy. Yeah, but she for, he starts blaming her for his injury, so she swerves to hurt him. Well, first he says, "Do you know where we're going? Stop. Or is this nope. the right way?" And she says, "No, I like you have never been here before." Yep. And I'm like, "That's fair." Which made me wonder: Did they have Google, did they have maps on your phones back then? Did they? No. All, I didn't have. I didn't have. They all okay, had. That wasn't the thing yet. If yeah. we, if we did in the world, they didn't in the show because these motherfuckers were all still on like flip phones. Yeah, true. Yeah. And it was only 09, so it only been two years ish. What was well, less? iPhone come out in 07? 07. Okay, yeah. So it really been like a year. So honestly. it really wasn't ubiquitous year yet. Year, year and a half. It wasn't to where like normal everyday folks like them would have had one. Right. It's a gr- oh um gr- great um back and forth with Andy with him made late. of the mist made of the mist. That's ah. it. Made of the Mist 4. Four. Wait a minute. What does that mean happened to the other three? <laughs> Sank. Over the falls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the horse. Barrels. Like the horse. Uh, the, the deleted, uh, well, the idea There was never supposed happened. to be a scene with a horse going over the falls. There was a subplot with Roy. Roy showed up. And Greg Daniels, who kept pushing for it. I read all this the on a Collider Only article. one. Okay, tell me the story, because yeah. I've never heard this. So originally, Greg Daniels wanted to have Roy constantly stalking around the wedding on a horse so that he could interrupt it like a knight to win Pam back. But when he sees that she's pregnant, he talks himself out of it. He says, obviously, she wants to be with Jim. At which point, Rain, excuse me, Dwight, who has been using the entire episode to talk about how he wants to throw himself over the falls suicide style to show how tough he is. When he sees the forlorn Roy who is saying, and now I have this stupid horse that I have all, I'm stuck with all day. Dwight takes the horse, rides along the falls, and eventually falls in with the horse. And it would end, the scene at the end where Jim and Pam are on the boat and Jim is contently looking at the camera, you would see a horse going over the falls in the background. (laughs) It wasn't until Steve Carell at the table read yeah. This is once the script is more or less finalized. Jesus. At the, the table read, he gets to stick around afterwards when it's just producers and suits because yeah. he was an EP on the show by this point. He wasn't yeah. just an actor. That's right. So he gets to stick around and critique. And he says, guys, we can't do this. He says, this is cartoon stuff. He says, this is the part I wanted to make sure you and I talked about. Yeah, because we, yeah, we mentioned this. He says, I know the viewers have thought we've jumped the shark several times by now, but this would be it. And that is a shark too far. Yeah. It's (laughs) amazing on every level that it was ever conceived that Greg Daniels fought so hard for it. That's so funny. I want to read because I know they sometimes they video um, table reads. Oh, wow. And they wind up on YouTube. I've seen Better Call Saul a couple of those. And I would love to see that one in particular with that scene in it. I want everyone's just like jaws dropping on the ground. (laughs) Like. And was that Greg? I, I'm assuming that was Greg, not Mindy, who wrote that. Well, because he's the one who wanted it in, obviously. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who wanted it. Yeah. Uh, well, and if it was Mindy, the horse would have had animal magnetism towards <laughs> Dwight. <laughs> so the only part of the horse that stayed in was him worrying about Moe's gelding the horses and yeah. and his, and his uh, horses that he's basically torturing, <laughs> taking meat off of them, but keeping them alive. Oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, so that's the horse bit. Glad they didn't do that because the Niagara Me too, boat scene record. that we got – Really, 
refocuses us on Jim and Pam. This is a chaotic episode. And, you know, we've talked about how Dwight and Kevin are some of the standouts. We've got Michael. We've got Michael and Pam's mom starting out with Mm. the scene in the church Mm -hmm. with the candy, with the made of real apes, and then leaving us on a cliffhanger because this episode could have ended with Jim looking at the camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. -hmm. And the Kevin bit is funny, but the Kevin bit with the shoes in the ice and his dog, his barking dogs, six of his phone numbers, six of his numbers. Numbers, We didn't even talk about why, why he needed the toilet or the God damn it. Oh Oh, yeah. The 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 tissue box. The the destruction. You want to cover that? I'll let you grab that. Yeah. 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 But it's also that the camera could cut away to seeing Michael and Helene going into her room. With Helene like pulling him into the room. Yeah. As I read on Wikipedia, lustfully it's, pulling him into the room. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a great episode in that it is very much uh, – this is the the fruition of so many plot threads on this show. Yeah. Of so many disparate things that we've been following for years. This is such payoff for us as Office fans. That scene tells us more to come. And I'm glad they did that. I like Pam's mom number two. Yes. Oh, and I love the scene with her and the sisters and Pam's mom talking about the dress right before she tears the veil. The projection. The projection because that is the office writers introducing us to Pam's mom again. (laughs) Because just in case you hadn't seen – you know, you you didn't put two and two together and the only Pam's mom you know is – Show me which one is Jim from, you know, four seasons ago. Yeah, some other lady. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Fake, fake mom. This is Don Cheadle walking into the courtroom in Iron Man 2 yeah. and him going, Rody? And he goes, yeah, it's me. It's me now. You know? Yeah. That's what that's me. Is. I'm a different actor now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know? You get the memo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There's a couple more um, scenes that were uh, cut. Well, but yeah, we, not that were cut, but or that I wanted to get into, mm-hmm. but we didn't yeah. really talk about the... Um, the the scene of Kevin realizing that the hotel has chosen to destroy his shoes. Yeah, great entrance by not, the way. Not that they just threw them in the dumpster. Yeah, they they were incinerated. Yeah, they were removed from this earth. I love the fancy man that tells him all this. Yeah, um, he's like a, a a not quite Leslie Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's just like Mr. Malone, your shoes have been destroyed. Yeah, and Kevin's <laughs> what. He's like our uh, our attendants opened the bag and upon opening them <laughs> was overtaken. Yeah, was overtaken. <laughs> it what it was a uh, he was like it was an emergency, sir. It was something really egregious or like a a, like a safety emergency. It was a safety. It was a health yeah. issue. It was a health. <laughs> yeah, it was a health issue, sir. And then you know they they softened the landing with the complimentary breakfast. Right, oh, smart lady, right there. And I love. I can offer you a complimentary <laughs> breakfast. And Kevin, he takes a bit to think about it. Okay. okay. Yeah, he begrudgingly is like, well, I'm not going to not take it. Um, and then go find someone to take you to JCPenney's to get some shoes. It, it, it's a funny scene, but I do have to say that I don't love that they just played into a, oh, the big man is stinky trope. You know? Oh, yeah, of course. You know, it, it's, it, it was it's a, a little, call, it's, it's a, a little callback. It's a callback to Diwali. As a lifelong yeah. fatty, I, I, I get it because it's just a constant, like, the fat guy's the butt of the joke always. Yeah. They do kind of go back to that well, though. Oh, all, every yeah. show always, every show well, and movie always has forever. Even yeah. just, yeah, the, the feet thing. They got to they gotta go back to that. Feet and you can say, oh, it's a callback. Well, it's also going back to the well. Yeah, yeah but they, the they, why, true. why was true. Kevin the one whose feet stank in the first place? Mm-hmm. Because it's the big it's fat a, fatty, and well, that's and why it's, it's a joke. And it's a medical condition, apparently. That's what he said before. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. I think like, they tried true. it. It's not one. 
Um, okay, so the so couple uh, the couple of cutscenes I wanted to, to talk about was uh, yeah. the one where uh, uh, when they're out drinking and Jim says that they tried to go to Canada, but Dwight refused to relinquish his sidearm, <laughs> yep. and so they were like, "Fuck you, you can't come to Canada." <laughs> um, also, the scene of Michael going back to the hotel, seeing the dirty tube sock on the door. Oh yeah, uh, that's in the original, but then that's it cuts was? to oh. yeah, he sees the <laughs> tube sock so tied to the door handle, yeah. and he knows Dwight's doing the. the mm-hmm. Humpty hump. Mm-hmm. And so he knows he's got to go find uh, other accommodations. So he goes to the room where everybody was partying and which was Phyllis and Bob's room, apparently. Oh, wow. And Phyllis and Bob are passed out on the bed. Oscar's passed out on one of the couches. Kevin's sitting on the floor, like either playing a game or watching TV. I think it was actually the the suite that Andy had, but they were just all in there because it had oh, the big heart. Oh, the honeymoon suite. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. Pam right. with the I'm going to need they were the just, cell phone of whoever cleans that room. They're just, yeah, the trash, cell phone they're number. just trashing it. <laughs> and then uh, and then Michael chooses to sleep in the heart shaped tub. <laughs> oh, um, but he says, uh, Later I, on. I hope to one day find myself in a butt shaped tub. <laughs> I will also be in a butt shape. Uh, wow. That was super fucking funny. Um, and, and then, then apparently then, ends up in the ice, the ice machine later. On. That's interesting. Well, he's in there. Deduce. Kind of incongruous, isn't it? Well, well later think, on, I think he goes. I was going to say, I think it's implied that he was in there doing stuff. Yeah. Trying to fix his pants or something. Um, well, it's okay. when he's talking to a, to Pam's mom and he's like, yeah, I ended up in the, by the ice machine, but it was warm. I, I was sleeping by the ice machine. Oh, so that's I, right. I think he must've left there. He eventually. probably got up out of yeah. the, the yeah. butt tub. <laughs> um, oh, and he was tired. We know he fell asleep on the drive to Niagara. That's true. Oh, that was terrifying. So much. Yeah. That, that's, that's, fucking um, awful. also I don't remember the context of how it got brought up, but there's a, a cutaway where they're talking to Angela and she says, you know who I think is really funny? Is that Kelly Ripa. Oh, yeah. And I wrote down, of course, Angela likes Kelly Ripa. That's very much like in the, like, the, the mayo is too spicy kind, kind yeah, of insult. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, because uh, she says, uh, oh, she'll just say anything. Yeah. Like, just, Kelly Ripa is so fucking vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was the replacement for Kathy Lee. Am I right? Or yeah, yes. she was. Yeah. That's okay. correct. That's correct. Okay. Um, let's see. The other one, um, it wasn't a cutaway, but the uh, the part where Aaron says, people say you cry all the time. <laughs> that yeah. made me laugh a lot. Um, and it reminded me of when I was at a party uh, uh, way back in the day. Uh, and this kid, Itapal, uh, he was so funny. I love this kid. Itapal? Um he walked up to me at the middle of this party and he goes, Hey man, I hear you cry a lot. <laughs> and I go, what? <laughs> and he goes, I'm just playing. And he walked away and I was like, damn, that was fun. I don't know what that was, but that was funny. Um, that was random. Yeah, it was. Um, I also wrote down, I would hang that painting, <laughs> the painting of oh, Jim yeah. and Pam. Uh, t- weirdly creepy that he has a nude version all for himself. Yeah, of course, of uh, course he does. I, I like the callback that because Pam wanted cash, she just told us straight up in that last episode. Oh, and, and then like I could have got him cash, but I give him cash every week. That bit, <laughs> yeah. The, the not understanding w- the difference there. How much money so do you need? Good. Yeah, exactly. Michael misunderstandings uh, play, come, come up a couple of different times. Well, that's like, a force misunderstanding in his uh, fucked up night, uh, head. Well, anyway. no, it's just, yeah, he, but he, <laughs> he doesn't get the difference between salary versus a gift and why someone might need more than just the one. Well, he also doesn't understand that he's not literally directly paying them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not, yeah. He's not giving them the money. It's coming from the corporation above him. Yeah. He, in his mind, right. he is oh, yeah. the one he's giving, it giving to them, them yeah. the yeah. money. Yeah, he says that in healthcare. 
here. He's I provide like, the food. Yeah, I provide give the money. Them, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not directly, but through the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, the, uh, I am their doctor. You know, I am their yes. doctor. Yeah, I heal them. Yeah. Um, uh, but also, I love how he doesn't understand how blocks of rooms work for events. Correct. Yeah, he thinks that they're just going to be holding them for him, and he shows up and picks one out. Yep. I'd like a room yeah. in the gym or the Halpert Beasley Halpert block. block. Yeah, yeah. That, that applies to the race, not to. <laughs> and there's some great moments there. Uh, uh, Kelly and Aaron with the. Um, where Can I say in your room? Ew, <laughs> no. <laughs> what did she say? She blow my brains blow out. Blow my brains. <laughs> and he's just rude. It's just yeah. rude. And Dwight, man, another shining moment from Dwight in this episode with the turnabout that he does. Yeah. Pretending that the room is actually for Michael. Oh no, this is actually for an M. Scott. Yeah. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! You wouldn't let me stay. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! And then Michael still manages to find a silver lining on all of it because, uh, of course, when Mary was denied a room at the end. Oh, you must pass the secret dungeon oh, yeah. test. And then Dwight with, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the, it, it worked. worked. <laughs> He's walking off. Yeah. And honestly, he, he commits to the bit on yeah, that. Yeah, he really does. He does not break at all. It's uh-uh. good. Uh, but then, of course, Michael uh, uh, yeah. he does regale us with the story of Jesus little, and thinking little. when Michael is denied a room at the inn. We don't know yet. The story, story has not been written. written. Uh, the last <laughs> thing that I have written down that I wanted to touch on was the prop tie. Um, Jim's cardboard tie. Right. Yeah, Jim's cardboard tie. It cuts too easy. You're right. I've seen that uh, so many times, and I just noticed it today. I've seen this, uh, I don't know how many times, but just today, it was something about right after he cut it, and I noticed how stiff it was, and how it didn't fold or bend at all, it was just yeah, so... Was, it's like they dry cleaned it a million times. Stiff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it made it dawned on me how easily it cut. There's no way you'd be able to just grab, like, you'd have to hold it taut, yeah. you know, and get it started, and there's no way it's just a single snip. There's It's never going to happen, yeah, unless he, that bitch is made of paper. <laughs> or, I mean, if it was just the right angle at just the right while it was hanging and it was a brand new pair of Fiskars. Sure. I bet a seamstress could pull it off. But you're right. And I bet anybody that works with fabric has been but seeing then the that second, forever. Yeah, but then the second you cut it, it's going to fall flat. Some, yeah, there would be a reaction. It's going to fall flat because it's fabric. But and no, it stays like just stiff oh, and, yeah. and no, pointed it is, away. It is not fabric that you Yeah, cuts. no, not at all. Or, and so I'm wondering what they what they use now. Or maybe if they did, like, backed it with cardboard. You know, there's a couple different ways you could Something. do it, I'm sure. But it's but even then, you'd think that the, the, the fabric would give it more resistance than a one snip oh right. for sure yeah it's interesting we'll be cutting ties all day to figure this one out right Mythbusters, <laughs> jamie adam <laughs> get on that get at me you know brian we i know you're like 70 as, as we as we get into season six seven eight and nine we have been talking about what do we do after we get through the original run of the show <gasps> office Mythbusters. Mm, office Mythbusters. Exactly. yes that's just one that's just one thing dunder Mythbuster. <gasps> boom that's pretty good. Write Copyright that one. Copyright, trademark, trademark, trademark TM, 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 TM. <laughs> Is it Dunder Myth, the, Mythbuster the or Dunder Mythbuster? I think Mythbuster. Dunder Mythbuster. Okay. Mythbuster. Okay. Because you got the M and I. That's no, no, no. M-I-F-F. You're right. Okay. Myth Mythbuster. I, 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 would, I, would, I would write both down and then think yeah, about it later. Right, but right. I'm with Myth myself. Uh, was just uh, t- TM <laughs> on both. TM on both. Uh, obviously, we've trademarked them both. But uh, send us an email. Let us know which one you like. Uh, you can uh, write us at p4podcast at gmail.com. That is not a real email address. But you can write to people person paper podcast at gmail.com and get us there. Boom. And you can send us an email and just know that uh, uh, you cannot use either of them uh, because they are uh, officially trademarked. Oh, they're trademarked. Uh, we said it out loud. You heard it. 
And even if you didn't hear it, we just told you now. That's how law go. Uh, meanwhile, uh, here, here, here's the joke. Uh, don't blame us, man. Nobody's perfect. Uh, Pobody's perfect. Pobody's perfect. And uh, I wouldn't want to live in a world if I thought that was the case. That's right. Oh, isn't that something? That's a great bit because that's Pam trying to kind of soften Meemaw a little bit. And you know, Meemaw being like, nope, nope. I, I do suck as much as you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. Nope. Uh, nope. I am awful. And you uh, can just deal with it. Speaking of awful, not a lot of Toby this episode. No. But we do get a nice bit from him at the end at the church. He's kind of a horrible Toby there for a minute. Yeah. Well, I love it because second. He's, he's, he is almost jubilant with the, I guess this wedding's not happening. Oh, yeah. Right but, then they walk in. But Dwight did just yell in his face and wanted, wanting to uh, lodge a formal complaint at Jim's wedding against Jim oh, yeah. for making them wait so long. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, because Toby's laying on the pew down. and Dwight's literally an inch from his face. He's like, Toby! <laughs> well, and Dwight has still kind of had, you know, we don't see it a Toby lot, but he's, turtles. he's still angry at Jim about the promotion. For we, sure. We see him regaling the kids. Oh, yeah, the, the kids. kids and then the yeah. bad man. Yeah. Jim. <laughs> no, first he says Jim, then he corrects yeah, it. Yeah, he does. He says, yes, and then Jim, yes. I mean, it the bad so man. <laughs> I guess when you are actually at that man's wedding, you should probably speak with a, uh, a, a, yeah. a pseudonym for him. Well, Correct. And also, you shouldn't try to uh, imitate his wife because Dwight cannot imitate uh, Pam at all in this uh, oh, episode. Yeah? Uh, or trying, hey, Jim, why don't you uh, braid my hair? Let me sit around eating bonbons. <laughs> That's not... How many times... And there's... Michael, I just for love being so... set up twins. For, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's such a great His transaction. I just like obsession. that Dwight, when Michael said that he likes twins, Dwight agreed 100%. He, he, Michael didn't realize what the issue was. Dwight's no. the kind who would clone himself just to keep the body parts in his But Dwight freezer. does, in, in fairness to Michael, Dwight says, drop this one, I found twins. That's true. Where there's a heavy implication there. And, yeah. and Michael's making headway. With possibly the most attractive woman he ever did that with, perhaps. Yeah, she's a looker. Oh, that! Oh, she was a ten. She was yeah, completely that, a ten. That was a beautiful, beautiful yeah. woman. And 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 the the twin, he shot himself in the nuts. Uh huh. Figuratively. Well, and I love that Michael, you know, was really trying to like play up that he likes the kind of like, you know, male fantasy idea of a pair of beautiful women who are identical and are into you. And Dwight is simply like. You know, the odds of twins are so unusual, and it's fascinating no matter what. Listen, everyone who's fantasizing about twins needs to stop. Because yeah. there's an implied incest there yes. that is very icky, and just stop that. Well, mm. I, I will point out, though, that that is their problem. No, it's you, not. You're not related to either of them. Well, hopefully not. I've seen some pretty weird videos Hell on yeah. the internet. Well, they were sent to me by Brian. <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> That's a, this 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 technicality that you might have found is against law. Actually, in some states or federally, I don't know what the statutes are oh, on that. Incest is very much against the law. Oh yeah, I think in most states. Yeah, probably not, probably not a lot of the southern it's, ones. Let's be honest. Who knows what kind of wacky laws we got on down here? We should check our Oklahoma statutes. To be honest, Ugh. yeah, it probably isn't. It's probably not. Oh, God. Here's the deal. I got a quick question for you. I'm going to change the subject. If Michael is wearing three condoms every time, how does he know that the sensation is different? Because someone told him. Oh. Yeah. Somebody, um, uh, also, probably, maybe Packer. bit of a misogynist to be like not so much for the women. 
Like, you right. know, maybe ask a woman, Michael. Well, that's that's also, oh, very much. Ask yeah. Meemaw. That's also through, yeah, that's through years of misogyny and that been talked about in locker rooms. Yeah, oh, yeah. We've, we've well yeah. established that Michael knows absolutely nothing about women or how they operate. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. this is a man who um, just is trying to is, is openly telling uh, Jim's parents that he's trying to hook up with people in their family. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, that's going to really impede my ability to fuck your relatives. But his mouth wasn't moving. So it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I think they heard you. It wasn't moving my mouth. So it's okay. That to me is so amazing that he can, th- th- that idea that someone could hear themselves and still think, Oh, that wasn't that loud. Yeah. No, they didn't hear me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned Jim's brothers are awful. Uh, we got oh, to, I hate him. We do have to talk about the line, a little mo cardio, <sighs> which is also kind of misogynistic. Someone should have jumped up and slapped the piss out of them. Those, that was the most the, disrespectful shit to, two, to their fucking wives. The two honestly. wives just got up and, take, and uh, got out of there. But no, the guys playing them, I think, are trash. Uh, yeah. I, I, the characters uh, are trash. But like Meemaw, they play them well. Yeah. You hate them. But that's do what, they, though? I, my, I think my hatred is because but, I think they're playing it poorly. But you don't. I don't believe them. Oh. Like I see uh, actors, they're kind of like overacting. Badly. Like they're overacting. Yeah, yeah. I, I can kind of sure. See that. The yeah. characters that that were written are bad, but the people playing them are playing it terribly. And it, true. And I I hate them. Which is interesting because huh. Mindy can usually really write douchebags and bad people like. Well, again, Pretty, it, it really well. Be, it could be the crossroads of the line and the actor. You know, they're just, it's just another thing too, where they're just like they're so cartoonishly dumb either. and yeah. like, like that's what they're supposed to serve, but it's like it's too much. It's and like it's also can, like we only ever see less. them in suits, and it's like and it's n- also nothing about, about them gives off the idea that they're such doofuses. They're cartoons. Yeah, they're cartoons. Yeah, yeah. and also the actors I think are are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, we went. Uh, they're who, bad at it. Who's not a bad actor is John Krasinski, of course. Nope, not uh, too bad. And as much that as look at a camera, as much as the speech is a shit show, we get a lot of great moments there. We get the um, uh, we 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 learn that Jim was essentially playing dumb in many ways to get chances. Oh yeah, because he knew how to ride a stick. Or knows how to stick. drive a stick. Knows how to make copies. And yeah. the knows how to drive a stick line in particular because. The copies thing, I mean, I feel like, you know, everyone knows how to work a copier. I right. mean, they're pretty complicated now, and you usually spend some time fucking with them. But you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the ba- yeah. you get the mm-hmm. basics. Mm-hmm. But the fact that at her wedding dinner, the or what is it, the, the rehearsal dinner or whatever, yeah. um, she finds out that he lied to her about the stick shift. Because she was learning that right there. Yeah. And she does, and, and they talked about this throughout the episode, but the, the, the save a memory, picture. the, mental, yeah, the picture, mental picture, which uh, I got goosebumps doing, even doing just doing it right it. now. You can't see it on the podcast. That kind of bits between them is really what got me emotional this watch through. Mm-hmm. And later during the tie snipping scene after she uh, rips her veil and he cuts the tie and she does the mental picture there. And she, he cuts the tie and says, now we're even because yeah. she had ripped her veil. And she does the mental Such picture. Such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what first turned on the waterworks for me today uh-huh. was that that bit that really brings us home for as, as much as this is about the cast, as much as this brings in the Isabel and the, the idiot brothers and Meemaw, as much as this is about Dwight and Kevin and Oscar and Angela and, and even Creed, this brings us back to Jim and Pam. Yep. And this show has gotten away from that a little bit. Well, and we're also so many years removed from the show that we often forget 
how big of a deal their relationship was when it was happening in the moment. Yeah. Like the fact that we were actually watching Jim and Pam get married was so big at the time. We've been waiting so long. So long. Well, and, and, you know, after seasons one a little bit, but really two and three Mm -hmm. with will they, won't they, which was the crux of this show Mm -hmm. in many, many ways. And then after season, after, okay, it's a date. We kind of lost that for a bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. And we see it again. We get it at the proposal. Mm-hmm. We get the rain at the gas station scene. We get it in the uh, doctor's office during company picnic. Yep. And we get it here. Oh, yeah. But here they really gave it back to you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they were like, remember how stoked you were when he said it's a date? Yeah. Or when he mm-hmm. said, hey, are you free for dinner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I love the little moment between them right at that when she does the mental picture. But then right after that, it's just like, and he's like, and who cares, right? It's just a stupid veil. And you're back to them, just them. Like, it's like how they always were. And they don't lose that. And then she, she's like, why did we invite all these people? Because let's remember, everyone is driving me crazy. They they had this wedding in Niagara Falls. She said at the camera, to avoid people. people. So, but she, but then Michael gave the, chose to either say you had to work or get a five day weekend. (laughs) Even in the beginning of the episode, uh, Pam says, Angela, you don't have to come to the wedding. And Michael immediately, yes, you do. Yes, you do. But the part that makes me start to tear up a little bit, she's like, why did we, she's able to smile through, why did we invite all these people? And then they're both able to laugh. And then he has the idea and then they semi alone. They did. Yeah. Has the idea. I mean, we, we learned I, he had it in his back he, pocket the so, whole time. Which kind of bugs me just a little bit because he has that surprised look on his face when he's like, oh, yeah, I had that. It's like, well, yeah, wait a minute. That, I thought you that, had this all the time. He has man. that actor's yeah. face of a light bulb going off. Yeah. Oh, right. But in reality, he supposedly had that plan all along. Well, wait, that was plan C. Well, maybe it's the, yeah. oh, shit, I have those tickets. Yeah. Oh, could have been. You You're know, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's been busy as shit. I can, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah. and, and but, you know, listen, the weddings like like any other major life change. You know, you are overwhelmed. Okay, not only sure. with all your personal needs and concerns, but everybody is throwing everything on you. Think about Andy in the oh. car. Oh, with yeah. the, it's also your job to make sure we all mm-hmm. have a good time. And you know? there, yeah, well, there, you know, it. As, and people really think that. Well, as you see in the opening, like this office has no sympathy for them now. They're not going to try oh, to yeah. make accommodations or be nice. Oh, I okay. <laughs> we got to ask the question: Was Pam out of line to ask for those many changes in the office because of her morning sickness? Um, I think yes. Yes. I, mean, yes. I don't like the, 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 the way cha- she did it. Asking yeah. someone to change their perfume or soap. Yeah, is is out of line. Yeah. Uh, There's other alternatives they could do, perhaps. I don't know if you're trying to make personal changes to other people. Yeah. yeah, Well, and I feel like uh, I, but hard boiled uh, eggs, that would piss me off too. (laughs) I mean, just having to smell that eating eggs in the office in an enclosed space is, is already a gamble. Um, It's Mm -hmm. not as bad as like cooking leftover fish, but it's It's close (laughs) because eggs are not always so stinky, but they're often so stinky. They can be pungent. They can be pungent. Mm Got to get that one in here. Word of the week. (laughs) Oh, uh, I got to talk about Meemaw saying that Michael is that foul man that kept talking about intercourse. (laughs) That foul man that kept talking about intercourse. (laughs) That's one one and the same. (laughs) Yes, that's me. And I like, I like that uh, he, well, apparently we learned that Michael's his, one of his best friends at the time, or one of his best friends was his grandma. Oh, until uh, she made her friend. Until uh, Harriet came around. I know. Now she thinks she's better than everyone. The nerve. Yeah. I tell you, Michael and his familial, uh, 
relationships with his mother and grandmother. It's oh, yeah. It's a whole nother story. And who's the guy with the trains? Jeff. Jeff. Old Jeff with his trains. <laughs> yes. Hello, sir. I, I, I do, I How do, are your trains? I do like Meredith and Ryan in the church where he's uh, talking to a woman saying that he was the youngest vice president of Dunder Mifflin. Mm. And then mm. Meredith says, and more Most- recently, he worked at a bowling alley. <laughs> Tell him all about that. <laughs> Got any good bowling alley stories? <laughs> Yeah, Ryan's got to get shit on. And, oh, well, let's remember Ryan uh, uh, definitely gets up in their faces, Jim and Pam, when they get back from the semi-eloping, saying, you know how long I've been standing here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the nerve on these people. So uh, rude. I yeah. mean, I mean yeah. the rudeness is all about it. But, oh, and apparently uh, Angela knows what a 70s key party is. Yeah, that's an she, interesting she, reference for yeah, her. With Aaron wondering, you think they'll have the wedding? She's like, oh, don't worry, you'll get your shot at Jim. Yeah. Treat the whole office like a seventies key party. He's like <laughs> he's he's the next office mattress to her, or whatever. I guess maybe uh, Michael thinks that you are married as soon as it hits midnight on the day of your wedding. <laughs> well, I'm going back, <laughs> I was going to say the priest is for. I think it actually does track because people like Angela that are so staunchly against. Um, people's kinks and stuff, they yeah. know about far more. Oh, of that's it true. Because they're always like, they're out there doing this and they're out there doing this and they're out there having key parties mm-hmm. and, and blah, then, blah, blah. And then the irony is, is uh, she, that's they, they doing it too. They doing it too. And Dwight, and Dwight's missing it. And, and uh, Isabel's just not, not supplying the uh, freaky deaky pumpkin. Enough. Uh, you know, I love that. Uh, such one. That's so, so many great lines in those, in those scenes. Um, uh, she's a dental hygienist from Carbondale <laughs> and she makes love like one. She's a bumpkin pass. So fuck but you, Dwight. That, says, <laughs> he the, deserves the, the come up later. The room is disgusting. Yeah. Too busy. Knocking boots. Knocking boots. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Nobody I, says that. I'm ravenous from, from a night of, night of love. Oh yeah. Michael hadn't, making. Michael hadn't gone to the bathroom in like a day and a half. Yeah. Dude, don't they have like whatever? <laughs> oh, they do God. public restrooms at hotels. One of the cla- one moment I loved re-seeing, I'd forgotten about it completely, is at the start when Michael puts the cans on the car and Pam's like, wait a minute, are you supposed to? And she looks right at Jim and he's like, he's like, oh, never mind. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, for two, oh, yeah. for two when episodes. They finally, when they finally show back up from the, the Maid of the Mist uh, and Michael's just super pumped that they're there and he goes, Oh my God. Okay. You're back. You're back. How do I look? (laughs) (laughs) I feel great. And I'm glad also that, uh, by the way, that Dwight, during the said dance scene that Dwight and Isabel had patched things up so that he could kick her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, I do like how Michael immediately hits on Isabel when she's rejected by Dwight. He, he hits on her a few times. There's a cut I love scene, that, yeah. that scene. Uh, where that where uh, he talks about getting married. He says, uh, uh, "He's like, I'm so jealous that you're marrying anyone. I would marry anyone. <laughs> he's a serial marrier." And then he goes, "What about you? You want to get married? <laughs> Let's go." Right. And she's like, "No." I love her reaction. Nope. Nope. Boy, she didn't have Pam there to defend. Oh my god. Poor what Isabel. does Kevin do when he pees? Does he get totally naked? Apparently, let's take a shirt yeah, off. Yeah, that was a joke that didn't really work for me. Yeah. Well, and it's, again, it's- I like, get what they were going for, the absurdity yeah. of it. Like, have it in your imagination, create Right. It's, it's, whatever. You know, if-, if But I hear you, though. It's, it, uh, that's our that's a horse down a waterfall. That's our jump the shark moment. Yeah, yeah. It's just too okay. too dumb. Can I say something, actually? Because I, I, the joke is, for the listener, if you haven't heard it, the joke is that- uh, uh, Kevin's doing a pee pee dance in Oscar. So oh, what's wrong with you? And he says, I'm trying to figure out if I have time to pee. And Oscar's like, just go pee. What is it? It's a, 
it only takes a second. He's like, it's not the peeing that takes long, Oscar. It's getting my tie back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you that? took your tie off to pee, you made a mistake. Another great line from Kevin when uh, they're deciding if they get to take back their wedding gifts. And Stanley says, what am I going to do with another toaster? Or does anyone want a toaster? And Kevin says, does is that slot for, for hot dogs? dogs? And Stanley says, no. And Kevin goes, why would anyone want it? Yep. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> and it has me rethinking my toaster, honestly. Yeah, right? You need to get the hot dog toaster, baby. Uh, they got those inserts? Oh, uh, man. Dwight mentions that he got them a turtle soup kit. Uh, what he didn't mention was he also got them turtles. Because Dwight's the sure motherfucker did. that would uh, be like, um, that's implied, you idiot. Why would you not know that if I said I got you turtle shells and turtle ham or whatever, that there are also live turtles in the box? That's on them. Yeah. yeah that's on fucking them. dumbasses. He hit, the, he hit the turtle on the bib so hard. It's like, <laughs> what? Hey, hey, that's all I got. I, I'm sure I'm missing. So, okay. Your poor notebook. <laughs> he tried to pull a David Letterman and like chuck what? chuck the card behind. Remember when Letterman used to like yeah. just chuck the cards behind him? It went over the went over the falls. <laughs> yeah, it went over the Viagra Falls. Thank you to everybody for talking Greg Daniels out of that. By the way, yeah, because for that, real, because that really would have killed that look from Jim. Because that's sort of oh, like season seven through nine probably oh, wouldn't have happened. This I, this is what I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, we can definitely tell that there is um, in season six, there is there's you can kind of notice the decline sort of in quality, I would say, even early on okay. compared to season five. I kind of wish they could have done this in season five. I think it might have been better. I this um, this episode. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It, it's a it's it sh- does show some of the poor writing throughout with the little things like yeah. it's not the peeing. It's the putting my tie back on. Right. Sure. Like that joke wouldn't have made it through in season three. Yeah. Okay. There's right. no way. Right. You know what I mean? That yeah. doesn't make it out of the writer's room in season three. Yeah. Okay. Two, or two, one three, of the earlier four. ones, but they, yeah, like four, season four would have been amazing, but whatever. Toby had to leave. It's all good. Well, well there was a strike. <sighs> there was, there was a strike. The, the strike yeah. in season Which four. Which makes me wonder if they would have got to, if, if they had a full uh, amount of episodes for season four, if, if they, they would have got the proposal in season four, right. they could have had the wedding in season five. Because yeah. that's the one thing is I oh, think. I'm, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say I would be shocked if that wasn't their original plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. Although I got to say, even if they'd done a full season, I, I do like how as we have been working to get the rest of our cast built up and move beyond just Jim and Pam, Michael and Dwight, as we have been working into the question of what happens later, we have been slowly spacing out these big Jim and Pam moments to kind of ease us into this transition. Because mm-hmm. you got to remember – after this, it's boom, Mike guy. You know that's what's left in the Jim mm. and Pam store. Okay, I mean there's delivery. You know we've got. The, but, there's the guy in the, the warehouse, dude. Well, I mean that's not. You mean the painting guy? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, but he's you got he's, he's, he's a singular. Yeah, I mean he's not he's not a nuclear bomb. He's God, just that a, was such a stupid fucking. <laughs> but really, the so delivery. Stupid. We have one more legitimate Jim and Pam focus plot line. Before the writers are just scrambling to figure well, out what the fuck to do with them, does does it does it count with when with Pam's mom and, oh, and Michael? Ah, uh, it's a, it's, you know a tra- well, it's a trauma. Let's, I feel let, like let's put it this way. That's a good question. I think you should help us navigate that. I'd love to. Excellent. And there's also uh, <laughs> please do. There's also like Come the on, um, 
the whole thing with uh, the episodes that concentrate around her parents' divorce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that last season? Was oh, last season. no, you're right. That already happened then. Yeah, so, yeah, that already Jack happened. Jack Black and... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the <laughs> the Cloris Leachman movie. <laughs> Reverse the button. <laughs> God. <laughs> Reverse the button. This food oh. is bad. I will say we didn't. Uh, I guess we forgot to mention. <laughs> I forget. This food him. is bad. Pam's uh, dad showing up with. Uh, oh, with a much younger woman. Much, much younger woman. Definitely throwing Pam's mom into a tizzy or uh, through a emotional issue. They don't throwing throwing Pam's mom directly onto Michael's for dick. For right. <laughs> That's what happened. Well, and Michael. <laughs> Michael owes Pam's dad uh, an assist right there. Kind of. Hunter. <laughs> they subtly set it up with the the introduction with, with Pam's dad and the the white, the girlfriend and Jim being like, oh, is this your niece? You know? No. And then there's like a one-off line in there somewhere about, I think one of the sisters maybe says she's really freaked out because of dad's date or whatever. Yeah. And then Michael in the church with the the candy, which I love that he just goes to any older woman for candy in her purse. Oh, to get the apricots? Well, he says, you're a mom. I just assumed you might have (laughs) a snack. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a mom. Excuse me. (laughs) Um, I love the the ape joke is dumb, but I do love it. That's dumb. And the whole thing. Apricot made from real apes. Well, and that but he, it's all it's so obviously not, dumb. Yeah. And, and he does not like apricot, apparently, either. Yeah, he, he yeah, what's his to, problem? He asks if she has any of the other flavors, like a kid <laughs> over at your buddy's house. Um, I took the time to write those down. I'm going to find them, damn it. And um, <laughs> it's all leading up to set up this next big story arc. Um, and Oh, in that moment where he's talking to her, though, mm-hmm. one of the things that I think kind of sways her is he says, the woman I love is with another man. Yep. And that you see her kind of go, oh, me too. Yeah, and this has been a bad year for love. In, yeah, bad we have something in common. Terrible yeah. year of love. Terrible actually. year yeah. for love. And that's really what it is. It becomes a point of connection for them. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, very berry and ocean something. I misspelled the next word. Okay. Ocean blast. Ocean blast. Something like that. Something like that. Blue oh. blast. That was from season one. Blue blast. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor is it? Blue. <laughs> What's the label say? Oh, blue, blue blast. blast. Oh, blue blast. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that that one hurts because that that's like the kind Ryan of dumb shit I do a lot. <laughs> Where I'm like one step removed, I'm just like that's not it, and then they say I'm like, oh fuck, I'm an idiot. It's so funny looking at the the also looking at the nuance of comedy writing between a bit like that and the it's take it's putting my tie back on. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like one of those is is way better comedy writing. <laughs> yeah, one of those yeah economizes the yeah better. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> But I will be honest that one of them will play better to a larger general mixed education audience. Blue Blast is a little bit more nuanced. I don't want that to be correct. But this is America. (laughs) And the larger the – And and this is why the British one – the yeah, yeah like that, this is why the british one this, this, why this is it, why the british office like ended oh, when had, it did. yeah like yeah. Did we, like their whole formula is like two seasons in a special like yeah uh the, yeah like they would have never gotten to the point of a it's putting my tie back on but like that that style of writing the blue blast joke that's like from leftovers from like that oh, yeah. style of writing which is so funny well, and, so funny, mm-hmm. and, and obviously not that we don't do a great smart humor in American production. We we sure have. you just can't. It can't be only that. Well, yeah, and no. it's just you know, it's if you want mainstream, massive, massive success, you have to appeal to as many people as possible, mm-hmm. and that is unfortunately you don't do anything with nuance that appeals that has mass appeal. Those are practically you know opposed ideas. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
diametrically. And props to this episode for for reaching the level of cringe that it did during that toast by Jim, and then afterwards with Michael, because that I think that equals anything in the in the British show that I ever saw. Oh yeah, that I remember. Well, like, and that's really what they've learned to play into is you don't have to be awful; you just have to be awful in the moment. Oh, what Pam can't drink. Uh, because she's an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, would, what, what could he have said? I mean, he completely, I don't know what the fuck I would have said in the moment, but and, and again, that, for obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. Just, <laughs> I don't know. I would have cracked. Oh, she's not drinking right now. You know, she's not and, drinking. And yeah. Pam she's either t- for obvious a, reasons. What's a, the obvious reason? Oh, she lost a bet. Everyone knows about it, but you, yeah. I bet I made her bet and she can't drink tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. She has to stay sober. You improvise. Babysit Amb- that's Andy's one. nuts. That's, that's, good, that's good improv. <laughs> yeah. You needed Michael's improv. Boom. But, Michael Scar. <laughs> I mean, some call it improv. Some call it lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, are you good at uh, are you good at improv? Oh, do you mean lying? Yes, yeah, you mean making up shit. Yes, and yeah, yes, and also, <laughs> yeah, oh, great man. episode. So Although good. this wasn't, um, I did look a couple. Well, they have a couple of reviews listed in the wiki, and it it was a high, it was very popular episode, generally well received. But some there were complaints. Well, yeah, we had a few here. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, especially like AV Club. I think they gave it like a B or something. Like it was solid, but it wasn't. Listen, it wasn't the best of the best. You could have easily cut the the Kevin had to pee joke and left in the joke about I just really wanted to sit by you. Absolutely. That should have that that one should have been in the episode and the other one should have been in the deleted scenes. And they have so many great scenes. It would suck to be an editor for the show and have to cut things. But sometimes they really do cut the wrong shit. I think you're right. No, you're right. That's a perfect example, right? Well, exactly. And I'm sure especially because they're very similar in the timing. Like you could have easily Mm -hmm. lost one for the other. True. Well, and, but, but think about some of the other things that along the way, we're not just doing a, a payoff to those who've been following Jim and Pam for six years. We have, Subtle thread setting up the Andy and Aaron relationship. We have a pretty blatant thread setting up Michael and Helene. Thank you know, God. We have stuff going forward to try and keep us watching for what's next. Um, and uh, you know what? Hey, at least this one was funny. It again. was funny. Uh, after two episodes that have been significantly less than funny in the yeah. meeting and the promotion, this was a nice this was an return to form. This for was for sure. Too. There's some solid, solid comedy in this They one. needed yeah. this after those two episodes. Arrived. Yeah, even if yeah. some of them are, oh, ha, ha, the, the man mm-hmm. takes his tie off to pee. Yeah, and that just goes to the juxtaposition of like how there was still great writing in there, but you can see where it's starting to decline. And I'd say when you're doing a two-parter episode, so it's going to be bloated anyway, and it's such a big, a big idea. There's so many ideas you could come up with this after sure. five seasons. So I mean, there was going to, there was a good opportunity for there to be some, some bloat. I will say, yeah. And we did watch this one uh, as a, a single episode and talk about it as a single episode, mainly because I think just because I had it yeah. as a single on the DVDs, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah I think it, it was a yeah. It's I'm a pretty single, sure it's, it's a, a single. single. Oh wait, but it's two on Peacock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's two yeah. separate ones. Actually, yeah. on the extended one, was it two separate? Yep. Okay. Yeah, they split it on there. Super too. fans. So when the it originally aired, though, it was one episode. Yeah. Right. It wasn't two parts. Okay. It was originally one episode. Is that true? What, no. Was, actually, hold on. Or was it, it uh, just a longer episode? Or did they split it? It's two separate episodes. Yeah, it's the fourth and fifth episodes. Actually. That's yeah, what, yeah. Because I was going to say it was a to be continued. But yeah, well, it looks like it was the two. But they aired. Part. Maybe they aired both of them on the same day. Hmm. I'm guessing. Uh, I'm gonna pull up real quick. They don't give another date. It's just October eighth, two thousand nine. So, yeah, look at that original air date. Uh, no runtime, forty four minutes. So yeah, they must have aired back to back. Okay, 
So I guess they just went with that format instead of, I don't they had the to be continued, and then they didn't have an opening, I guess, but whatever. Hi. To be continued <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> and later, Dharma and Greg. I don't know the fuck they were playing back then. Dharma and Greg still on the air? I, in 2009, was it? I don't know. <laughs> I, hey, didn't, hey, I Jenna, didn't watch hey, Network hey, TV. Uh, hey, Jenna Elfman, where's Shelly Miscavige? <laughs> uh, where's Shelly, Jenna? Another noted Scientologist. Oh, damn it, Jenna. Oh, that mm-hmm. one's next. Oh, damn it. Meanwhile, uh, our uh, 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 Jenna Fisher is just from St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. She is right down the road. Right down the road. Beautiful St. Louis. Yeah. Drove through there not too long ago. It was a nice place. Michael, glad to have you back. Thanks for coming back. Glad to be back. We're gonna uh, we're gonna fun. we're gonna hang out with our old buddy Josh next week, but we're gonna bring you back here in a couple weeks as we get into the lover. Ooh. The There's gonna be some <laughs> hey, hey I, I know that sound. That sounds like one of the sounds we have over on Opinions Like A-Hole. It sure does. I, you know what? We should maybe let's do an episode of that. Let's all right. Go. We should do that. Let's uh, mosey. As we move on to that, we want to thank all of you for listening to the People Papers. Uh, people, uh, what's oh, my name? goodness. Let's try this again. Brian, thank you. Thank you. Please come back. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> the People Persons Paper Podcast is an OLA Ministries production. The People Persons Paper Podcast is produced by Hilton Price and Brian Sittler. Engineering by Hilton Price. OLA Ministries is owned and operated by OLA Ministries, LLC. Contact Hilton Price and Michael Zampino for more information. We do secret tracks. We haven't in a minute, though, so we're bringing it back. We're bringing baby back. I want my baby back. Chili! Barbecue sauce. <laughs> it's like you basically gave me the shave and a haircut. Like Roger Rabbit thing. Two bits. <laughs> you started and I'm like. That's Andy with that. Now the, the melody's yeah, left unfinished in my head. It needs to, my, resol- it needs to resolve. My, All right. God damn it. Welcome sorry. to the People First Paper Podcast.